What up, though? What's going on? What up, what up? We are back, guys. We're, we're back at it again. Yeah. Welcome back, everybody. Um, just a little heads up. On this day in sports history, um, Eddie Matthews and Hank Aaron passed Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig uh, as teammates for hitting 772 home runs while playing together. It doesn't say the exact amount, but I imagine – Hank Aaron had like 700 of those, and the other guy had 72. <laughs> Probably. So you could literally name anybody on their team. And uh, Well, I guess that means like at the time, like he well, yeah. probably had 300 and the other person had 300. But I yeah, Hank Aaron it. could easily just. <laughs> I think he had like Aaron 500 was. and the other guy had like 272. Who was the other guy? Eddie Matthews, uh, whose yeah. name isn't even highlighted. Like I click on it, nothing happens. Like, Eddie Matthews, I think no, he had there. I want to say he had about 500 total home runs. I think he played third. Oh, wow. Gregory is the number one fan of uh, Eddie Matthews fan club. Well, I mean, he sports a solid last name. That's my first name. No relation to Bruce Matthews. No, only good players. All right. Ah. Um, So, NBA playoffs is underway. Yeah, man. Um, Had some great matchups so far, some great games. Uh, A couple surprises the other day. Both eight seeds win. Yeah, I love that. The magic. uh, The the crazy thing about, like, all these games going on is, like, I forget – because we're in quarantine, like they can show games whenever. Yeah. So I think like the first, like the Bucks Magic game was like a twelve thirty game, so like or yeah, something, something crazy like, like yeah, that, or maybe like it was like an afternoon game, but like it wasn't like prime time, like you would they've expect been, it to be. Yeah, they've been starting games at like one o'clock. I've been at work and they're like work live. Game. I'm like, what? Yeah, I Magic think Bucks playing right now, and it, the Magic upset the Bucks. That was a good way to start. Off. It was pretty crazy because like I think the group chat that I have, the guys that I play fantasy with, they were like talking about it. And I was like. Oh, there's a game on right now. It looked like the Magic were up by like twenty or maybe not that much, but they were up. You know, big. They they were gonna win. Like it was pretty well known. So, I mean, that was crazy. I think uh, Nikola Vucevic, ooh, big ooh, Nick, had had a, had a big game, and uh, I think Fultz had sixteen and, and nine or something like that. I'm yeah, like, what the hell was that three years ago? Just knows. ever. When is that ever? <laughs> hey, man. He hasn't played that well since Washington. Right, it's the old Husky days. Oui. Um, but yeah, that was crazy. And then that's, I think that same night, no, or was it the next night was when, uh, Portland. No, I think it was the same night. Same night. Yeah. Portland took down the, uh, the Lakers, man. Yeah. yeah. Some respect surprise. on Lillard's name. Huh? And again, man, it's just crazy. Like how far he's just like, F it, pulling up from here, pulling it, up from the and, logo. It's funny because we're watching the game now and, um, I like, we were watching it and that exact thing pulled, like he pumped fake from like 35 out. And Kentavious Caldwell Pope like bit. I was like, dude, what are you biting on? And they're like, oh yeah, he's been yeah. shooting him yeah. like you know the third well, not the third row right now. But. Not even just shooting, but like sinking him. Yeah, like, net not even moving is crazy. Um, what else? Rockets went up one zero. They just won today, so they're up two zero. Yeah, um, they were without Russell Westbrook. Who? What was? What did he have again? It was like he's uh, like a quad yeah. injury. So I mean, they were saying he. If we were down 0-2, they would play him, but yeah, there's no need. Yeah, I think we look good right now, and and I'm surprised at how many people said without Russ, like, the Rockets won't do much because, I mean, here we are now. They're up 2-0, which, granted, that's not the end-all, be-all. Right. It's a great spot to be in, missing a huge star like mm-hmm. that. You if know? they can do it without Russ, I mean, talk about the vote of confidence you have going Man, forward. Yeah. So up 2-0, um, do you play him the rest of the series? No, I feel like the only time I would play – like, if we lose the next two games, then I would start to – okay. Okay. All right, Russ. Are you, are you good? So let's, say, so let's just say you lose the next one. Okay. So you're, you're still up 2-1. And he says ready to go game four, which I don't know the severity of his injury. It could be another couple of days. But let's just say he says ready to go game four. We're up 2-1. Do you sit him and play him or do you – I'd sit him one more. Would you? Yeah. I'd okay. wait till if, if, God forbid, we go 2-2. Then I would start him because I mean, there's no home court advantage. Right, it, it, you're that in the bubble true. now. I know Russ is probably ready to play now because if you watch him on the sidelines, yeah, jumping, up, jumping and up and down, yeah, like root, animated. But, you know, as a leader and as a like a captain, that's what you kind of want. That's what oh, yeah. you, you need from. I mean, because even Harden when he sat and they went on a crazy run today, they went uh, 13-0 run when he was on the bench. Oh, wow, okay. Harden yeah. and Russ will—they're both just clapping hands and like. 
cheering. And that's something that you really didn't see emotion. Slap hands. Hand. You didn't see emotion out of Harden when he sat. Not saying he didn't care, but like he just didn't see it. You never saw it. So yeah. I think, you know, with Russ here, I think he is having more fun, like that OKC days, you know. Now Kevin Durant can come back and um we Ass. can win not one, not two, but you know. Kevin Durant. Yeah, hopefully he'll, you know. Oh, join us. Yeah, yeah. In a few years. Yeah. Ah, man, I don't see that happening. But, uh, I, you know, we, we talked about this earlier, though. Three MVPs on your team. Yeah, how I mean, just OKC just. And you kept a Baca over. How OKC just fumbled the bag. You kept a Baca over Harden. Hey, man. You know, priorities. Mm. And I don't know what OKCs are, but clearly it's not winning. No. I mean, that. No one else. In retrospect, they 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 kept KD, but then they just fumbled the bag with him. Yeah, and then immediately fumbled. Uh, well, I guess they traded Russ, so that's not you know they made that decision. Yeah. But, uh, you know what else isn't about winning? What's that? The Knicks, because they can't get anything <laughs> right. Man, it's almost weird. not even funny anymore. Like you almost, almost. feel bad. Almost. Yeah, no, it still is, but it's almost it's. The Great. lovable losers of, of, of New York, man. Uh, Way to give them lovable. So the, ah, well. the NBA lottery just got announced tonight. Right. And the Knicks, you were, everybody was thinking at least the top three. And I don't know, man. I think I looked at the odds, and they had the odds of finishing like between 8 and 10. So they kind of fell right where they were really? supposed to. I mean, what to. was their overall record this year? It wasn't great. Let me pull it <laughs> Not up. Not good. I'll tell you that. I don't, I don't remember it entirely, but I know it was like uh, – not not good. I remember thinking, boy, they really need to get JT Barrett some help. Who else do they have? JT Barrett. I about to say I that's, that's it. That's about it. Yeah. Wow, that's that's a rough. So they were twenty one and forty five. Okay. So yeah, that's not Minnesota, bad. Minnesota, Golden State, Cleveland, Atlanta, Detroit. Those five had a worse record. Okay, yeah, but so I mean, six, three, realistically? those guys were all. If you go by record, they should have gotten the sixth pick. If you do it like football <laughs> rules, right. football rules, record. you know what I mean? So, but they're all like the the Hawks had like the worst record, and did that? They, they okay, were I didn't know. they were two games behind the Hawks or two games ahead of the Hawks. So it's not like there was a big discrepancy yeah. there of wins, you know? Sure. But you know, if I'm a Knicks fan and I'm hoping. I get just a top five pick, and you get the eighth pick. Yeah, that's right. Because you know, in the NBA, it's it's pretty tough when you go out of the top five there. Yeah, but they may get lucky and you know be able to trade that and something and move up. I, you know, I know NBA draft isn't quite as coveted as you know foot the NFL. Yeah, but still, I know a first round, a high first round pick, something you still want. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, absolutely. But. uh I mean, then again, the Rockets, they don't really care about first-round picks. Rockets they just trade them. They don't really care about a lot of things. No. It seems like a you know, Houston tradition here. Right? No. <laughs> starting, to, starting to see a trend in this city. I like, love it. Um, so some kind of breaking news just kind of coming across my timeline here. Uh, Washington football team coach Ron Rivera announced Thursday mm-hmm. uh, that he has been diagnosed with a, quote, very treatable and curable form of lymph node cancer. Yeah. Which wow. sucks, man, because he is one of the coaches that was like he's been a real big players coach. Like all the yeah. players love yeah. uh, playing for him, and so obviously, uh, yeah, T's and P's, thoughts and prayers going out to uh, Coach <laughs> yeah, Rivera. Absolutely. Hopefully, it's a quick recovery. I mean, it sounds like they caught it early, so hopefully, it'll be a short Treatable. turnaround. Maybe it comes yeah. back by this season. I I'm not sure. But... I don't know, man. That's a quite a grind being an yeah. NFL head coach. But, but you know, if you're a head coach and that's what you do, and those players are like your sons, I mean, you're gonna go get your treatment and then rush back to the field. Yeah, of course, of course. I mean, Speaking of some Washington football, did you see that Alex Smith, Dwayne Haskins uh, throwing? No, I did not. Thank oh you. wow. So okay, they uh, so imagine two centers, and then they both say hut, and they get both hiked a ball. And you have two wide receivers that are just running a They're go just, route. It's practice. They're just taking the reps together. Just two wide receivers running a go route. And you see him throw. Alex Smith, bullet right there where it needs to be. Dwayne Haskins, 10 yards over the guy's head. Oh, boy. Yeah, so it's Alex uh, Smith's job for the taking on one and a half legs. <laughs> on, a, on a leg and another to the knee. Yeah, yeah so Alex Smith. Uh, earlier this week, I cleared to have his first practice. Yeah. Uh, since, was it two and a half, three years ago that he – I think it was two years ago, yeah. He two, almost two had half. his life taken away from him. I mean, not exaggerating at all. Out, yeah. Um, Which is crazy. Like, I feel if you if you 
everybody's listening out there, go Google Alex Smith oh, injury uh-huh. and yeah. then go Google like the leg picture of him in the hospital when he got infected. Oh. I will ruin was, your day yeah, right that is, now. That is brutal. I remember seeing it. It actually that. happened against the Texans. It was uh, Kareem Jackson, I think, J.J. Watt going yeah. in for a tackle. And Did you see I, – I think I saw it on, like, the Instagram Explore page, which is where I find everything these days. Um, <laughs> it, they showed, like, a side-by-side of of when Joe Theismann had his <gasps> destroyed oh, yeah, yeah. and Alex Smith. And it was, like, same yard line. Mm. Uh, oh, wow. It was um, J.J. Watt and Lawrence Taylor, who were both two-time defensive player of the years at the same time. Both had the same amount. It was the same yard line, same That's team. Same but, quarter, too, right? Or same qu- it was. I'm about to pull it up, but it was literally uh, – oh, Wow. Same player. All it, that it, stuff. It went almost side by right. side, and you're like, well, that's nuts. Oi. Well, I mean, hey, stranger things have happened, but that's still pretty wild. You know, the fact that he's already kind of rehabbed, put in his work, and now he's – no one thought he would ever get back on the field again. And he's actually out there. I didn't. I I certainly didn't. And he's looking pretty solid. Yeah, well, I mean, that's very – it's a very relative term. I was about to say, I don't know, they they showed the video of him, uh, like his his, uh, family were like celebrating that he got, you know – cleared to play and his son runs up on him and sprays him with like a like a, a bottle of something and it was, all the comments were like man he can't even out his, outrun his son you know what I mean? like it's gonna be tough when uh you know i thought you were gonna say he's, he slipped and fall or fell i thought but you know i'm not very high on Dwayne haskins i don't think he's a good quarterback he could be a, a good backup maybe yeah, but I mean, their best option, if they do want to win, is Alex Smith. If not, you put in Haskins and go get Trevor Lawrence. Well, now you see what the plan is. <laughs> I mean, maybe I don't know. I don't think – I think the, the Jaguars are going to be the worst team in the league. I don't think they have – Wow, I really? literally think they're going to – and so there was a rumor that came out yesterday that uh, there was – within the next 24 hours, Jonathan Gakwe was going to get traded for a second-round pick. Oh, okay. And then, like, the, G, the GM or the owner, somebody came out today and was like – if that's not. if that's happening, like that's new. I wish somebody would tell me because, but you know, you know exactly what that reminds you of, okay. the Jamal Adams trade that just happened. The GM said, "Oh no, he's not. He's not getting traded." And then oh, yeah. the next couple of days, boom. And Yannick Ngakwe, I feel like has been just as, if not more, verbal about leaving. Oh, uh, he's destroyed everything. I remember in like April and May, he was like posting pictures on his Instagram. Of like Brian Dawkins and Reggie White and like posting little Eagles emojis. That's so I'm like, you're not even subtle now. Flipping the table upside <laughs> down, like telling, yelling at Howie to go get him. Uh, but going back to that Joe Theismann, Alex Smith thing, I want to tell you this. Okay, so here it is. This is the eerie similarities. Okay. Joe Theismann, broken right tibia and fibula. Alex Smith, broken right tibia and fibula. Uh, date, both happened on November 18th. One was in 1985, the other one was 2018. Both were for the Washington racial slurs. Both happened in Washington, D.C., both on the 39-yard line. The final score to both games was 23-21. to 21. Um, Joe Theismann was caused by three-time Defensive Player of the Year, Lawrence Taylor. Alex Smith was three-time Defensive Player of the Year, J.J. Watt. The left tackles for both teams. Um, Joe Jacoby for Joe Theismann was a Pro Bowl left tackle who was off the field due to injury. And for Alex Smith, Pro Bowl left tackle Trent Williams was off the field due to an injury. That's Nuts. Crazy. Isn't that insane? Wow, that's creepy. Yeah, yeah, that's that. That's a lot. Same score, same date, same yard line, same defensive player with the accolades, and then same issue as your left. I think it's a sign. Don't play for the Washington football team. The Washington, the WTFs, the Washington DCs. Yeah, too bad. You know, Chase Young didn't really have a choice. Yeah, well, that happens. You know, they're gonna have a nice off or defensive line though. I gotta give him that. Okay. Ryan Kerrigan, Chase Young, who's Montez the other? Sweat. Montez Sweat was yeah. a beast. Who was the guy that was like the number two pick, or it was like a top five pick a couple years ago? You thinking oh, of Montez Sweat? No, right. it was another guy. I forget his name. Um, and you're not talking about Ryan Kerrigan? No, no, nah, he's for a while. He's almost thirty. Um, On Washington's defense line? Yes. Yeah. He has a real average name. I forget what his name is. <laughs> Imagine. I, I, it's a real like Madden generated name. See if I can oh, it. you're talking about the interior lineman they got from Alabama. Something. Yes. Allen. Uh, Josh Allen. No, 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 not Josh. He went to the Jags. 
I wanted to say Jared Allen, but that doesn't feel. I mean, oh, that's gonna with, kill me. Yeah, is it like a D tackle or something? Yeah, yeah I thought he was a. I thought he was an end, but I could be wrong. No, no, he's a D tackle, and yeah, he's got like a like a very generic like Mike Williams type you know of name. Who else they have? Who's that? Thaddeus Moss. Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah, you know who they don't have? A Randy Moss. Good football team. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, Jonathan yeah. Allen. Jonathan Allen. I knew I wasn't uh, crazy. Yeah, he was a uh, uh, from Alabama four four years ago. Four years experience. Wow. Talk about a Madden generated name. I'm telling you. <laughs> right above, right at sandwich between Paul Adams and Kyle Allen. Jeez. Uh, but yeah, so it's been a wild, uh, you know, couple couple weeks uh, in the NFL and kind of the breaking story, the one like the more hilarious story. There's been some kind of, there's been a lot of injuries <laughs> that we'll talk about later. Um, but was the Seattle Seahawks cornerback so uh, let me let me set set the stone for you guys okay, all right so, so gregory texted me earlier so he's doing like a full-on full-on deep dive about oh, yeah? this guy and i asked him earlier i was like yo tell me what you want to tell me he's like no i want to tell you on the pod so this is the first time i think we're both here in this. oh boy okay, okay. so kima uh Siveran. all yeah. right so i don't know if you guys knew this into the name he went to cy ridge right here in really houston. yeah wow. went to right here in houston he played his freshman year and his sophomore year and he was starting to get uh, recruitments from like TCU, Oklahoma, Texas. Okay. He was ranked the number 56 wide receiver as a sophomore. Guess who was catching passes from Andrew Luck? Kyler Murray in practice. Wow. Yeah. Okay. His soft his sophomore year as he's catching passes and everything. Wait, I thought Kyler Murray went to he, Allen. He did. He went to Allen, but he, he I guess they practice off to the side and everything. They're friends. Well, yeah, they're so oh. Seven, oh, okay. Seven, I thought you made it sound like okay. Sorry. But, Continue. So his sophomore year as he's Granted, he's the number 56 recruit as a right, sophomore. Yeah, yeah, of course. The coaches are like, hey, we got better wide receivers coming in. What? Like, and they're freshmen, mind you. These kids are going to be like 15, 16 years. Hey, we got better kids coming in uh, next year. We need you to move to cornerback. And he was like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> so he moved to cornerback because they had better commitments coming in at wide receiver. So junior, senior. He goes, uh, switches to DB, does well. Imagine being told that, like, hey, we got some eighth graders coming up. They're going to be a better <laughs> wide receiver than you. So you as a junior have to move to it. Yeah, and you, he was he was good. He was a stat. Yeah, number 56. So he was like, ah, that's bullshit. So no, what he did is that's he took for a kid under 25 hours of college credit, which is insane as a high school student. So he could graduate player. early. And then now he didn't have to redshirt. He could go play like his senior year in high school. He could actually play freshman year uh, in college and start. That's like the ultimate wow. backhand. Like, oh, oh, I need to move. Okay, let me just go graduate yeah. and not play for you at all. So yeah, he, he <laughs> played. He played one year junior and then went pretty much straight into college. <laughs> Twenty-five uh, college credits. Good, good so he graduated him. early. Goes really? to Oklahoma State okay. as a DB. Uh, had a solid career there. Um, got picked up, obviously, as an undrafted free agent uh, from the Seahawks. And then he threw it all away and got caught on video. Sneaking his girlfriend into the... Uh, so it was so it's a confirmed girlfriend. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, that's not as bad. And that's what we were just like... A random, just chick. some, you know, but again, you some, know. some, uh, some twelfth man out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh... You ever been in a helmet before? Hey, man. You know, and that's what they released. It was his girlfriend. I mean, maybe if it was just a regular woman. Oh, my God. Dude, just some floozy, man. Trying yeah. to, you know? Trying to get some scout team reps. You know what I mean? So, you she know, was. obviously the Seahawks now, they kicked him off the team. And, you know, they're saying that he not only put himself at risk, but the whole team at risk. You put the whole league at risk. Like, why would you do that? I mean, and yeah. You know, this guy who busted his tail from the beginning, told he got told no as a wide receiver. So he's like, no, I'm going a, I'm to a prove it to you. I took college credit. Showed out <laughs> at Oklahoma State. Finally gets his job. And now it could well, be all in jeopardy. What if he yeah. never has another Fancy opportunity? Yeah. It would eat at his soul for the rest of his life. I mean, and, then, and so we talked about a little bit about earlier. You said also like for the girlfriend. Yeah, how would you oh, know? yeah. That I'm telling you right now, that better be solid. Like if gold. they got in a little fight or something, job. and she's like, "We need to talk now." Yeah. And 
See, and that's the thing is like when we were talking earlier, it's like now that I know that it's his girlfriend, I'll cut him a little bit of slack because who knows what was going on. Maybe yeah. they're having this middle of this, you know, end of the relationship fight. And he's like, no, you know, we got to talk about this now. Or, you know, or maybe she had some crazy news. Maybe something happened. Like, I don't think we know the full story. Right. And so now that we know that it wasn't just some, like, chick he was trying to sneak up, which I think was is a, is a much funnier story. Like, Absolutely. It's 100%. Especially when I he tried to disguise him as a football yeah, player. Yeah, that's And that's my, like, so many, like, hilarious memes and, like, <laughs> gifts were, were about that. There was the one from, I think, a scary movie where he has the girl wearing the, uh, the helmet. <laughs> When they were in the bedroom, oh, so funny. <laughs> they were like, this is that guy. Oh, that's funny. But anyway, um, that's what's going to get, like, the headlines. Like, they were trying to sneak some girl in. But obviously, it's, if it's his girlfriend, you know, I, you know, I, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that there, there was a, a reason, not just he was just trying to get a little conjugal visit in training camp. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. But, uh, and again, like you said, man, this, this is – if there ever was a year – to not. to not do this it's <laughs> like it's not even that like look we just don't want girls coming in out of the hotel it's like we are on lockdown we're trying to protect every single player on this team yeah like don't f this up <laughs> and you still that sucks man sucks for him but at the same time like bro you gotta know better. yeah you had to have known and better. for her yeah, like she has to be like are you sure i can come like and also, like, if you're sneaking me in, chances are I'm not supposed to be here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if yeah. you're making me See, put on, like... Like, at what point in putting the uniform on did she think, oh, maybe I should, shouldn't do this? And that's what's like, I... I gotta see that footage. I gotta see I that wanna, footage. I want to see him. I want to see her walking like, down with like linebacking pads. You know, like she got the helmet, with the, him up. the helmet that's with the visor on it, <laughs> the dark visor. Security's probably like, is that Jamal Adams? Uh, is he back? Uh, What's going on here? Like no one else is wearing their full pads, you know. And I, that was like a rule. Like she wasn't. It said disguised as a football player. Yeah, it, yeah, it didn't go in depth. I don't know. I so just I, picture football helmet pads. And that's the funny thing that to, to imagine. But honestly, like more realistically, it was probably like she had like some team issued hoodie on. You know what I'm, had, I'm picturing you know what right I mean? now? Have you seen the movie Joanna Man? Of course. Yeah, that's what I'm picturing. Oh my right god! Now. But like a reverse Joanna Man. Reverse Joanna Man. That's terrifying. That's the only thing I can think of is that like, it's it'd be so hilarious. Like full pads, and <laughs> that's like a dark visor. I hope it that, that helmet was... on. You're not gonna shower. You didn't shower at the facility. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> feel more comfortable yeah. doing it in, the, in my own hotel room. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh, say with your chest, right? I just I gotta see that, and I'm so surprised that that footage on locked is on lockdown I'm, I'm i'm surprised like tmz sports hasn't got a hold of that oh somebody's somebody oh, but know. that you know how much money that would be worth right now uh, i mean they, you know it's, it's an undrafted free agent rookie so i doubt you know now if that was like uh russell you know well it wouldn't be russell wilson because they know the sierra but you know like <laughs> like well like a prominent player that's like tyler lockett's girlfriend right. it'd be bigger news yeah, well i mean that's but, the thing too and that's you're an undrafted free agent. Like, like this you, is your one shot, probably. And you, honestly, like you're probably like the cards are stacked against you. It's not like yeah. you were some first round pick that like. That's what they like. If it was your first round pick, or even like Rashard Penny, you know, you, yeah, you know, they'd probably be like, "Hey, man, not cool. Can't do this." But since it's an undrafted free agent, it makes oh yeah, they're like, even dude, get out. No, get, get out. We can replace you, no problem. Oh. And then when I was looking this up and finding out more about him, I was like. Dang, he's from he's from right up the street too. Right, that's yeah. your district, isn't it? I, I didn't know yeah. it. I got fed that your zone, Gregory. Man, so rough. That's rough, dude. Well, um, speaking about rough and and, and footballs, uh, there's been a few injuries. The the one that got the biggest note is um, uh, the Dallas Cowboys defensive tackle, mm. uh, Jared McCoy. Gerald McCoy, yes, Boomer Sooner, um, Axe gets. <laughs> Gets the axe because he tore his quad. Now the thing was that I that I found out was so he had signed a six point two million dollar deal with the Dallas Cowboys, right? Um, right. Apparently in his contract they had a clause because he had a previous quad, quad injury right. that if he anything happened with his quad if he got injured they could release him and wouldn't have to pay him. Uh, oh okay, three million dollars. He got to keep his three point two million dollars signing bonus, right. or maybe it's reversed. Maybe he kept the three. The, the signing bonus was three million, but the three point two 
that was supposed to be guaranteed he yanked away from him so that sucks Mm -hmm. uh that sucks double if you're a, a cowboys hater because one like they lost a good player and two um they would have had you know three million against the cap now it's only 3.2 3.2 and they got rid of them so they can use that money somewhere else so it sucks why would you double. sign that you know like i, I wouldn't sign people, people sign prove it deals all the time though. i, I understand prove make that thing approve it fully guaranteed or 75 percent it's probably like yeah i'm not gonna get hurt and like, <laughs> two weeks later mm. but i think it came out today uh tyreek hill had a what did you say it was a hamstring yeah he had a slight hamstring issue and said he'll be reevaluated i think it, they said it's not uh significant so we'll see. How, but I mean, again, this is a guy that's you start. I think you're going to see this a lot with this. Um, they're not nobody's really in pads. You know, it's been a kind of different off season. You haven't had the the um, what do you call it? The off season programs for like the rookies, especially. So I mean, I yeah. think you're going to see a lot of soft tissue injuries pop up. Yeah, and I mean, you saw uh, Miles Sanders came out. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it was yesterday or today. Said he had a quote lower body injury. Yeah, um, but he said he's fine. Okay. Eagles say he's fine. They'll be ready for Week One. But you know, Doug Peterson comes from the same school. Comes from the Andy Reid school, and both of them are very like hush. Okay. Yeah, don't tell you anything. So, could Tyreek Hill's hamstring be more? Could Miles Sanders' lower body injury be more? Absolutely, and, and but that's, and that's the thing with like soft tissue injuries. Um, you know, if you if you actually rush them, you'll be fine. But in the case of like a football season, if it starts to aggravate again, right. then that's when you get those tears or you know, Wolf Fuller or Aaron Foster. Those, those guys, their hamstrings can what? never stay intact for the life of it. And that's what you worry about is when you start to see these small flags. Is right. if they rush back. And they're not hundred uh, percent healthy. Yeah, I think we were talking about it either last pod or the one before. Like, I think week week one's going to be a lot of sloppy play. Oh, I mean, yeah. There's going to be a lot of injury. There's going to be a lot of penalties. There's going to be a lot of uh, you know uh, just turnovers. I think it's going to be a lot of sloppy play because you're not getting that four game Here's my preseason bowl. to kind of get it all together, and you haven't had a full training camp of, of being able to hit people. It just happened. What? Last week they got yeah. clear for pass. Yeah. So my bold prediction: the teams with the best offensive line are going to have the best starts in football, okay. just because you don't have to do as much. You can just <laughs> pound. You, you can just pound the rock. You know, hey, yeah, we're our wide receivers aren't mentally there. Just pound the crap out the rock. You know, we'll tear. We'll just wear out everybody. So yeah, you know, the Eagles, the Cowboys, um, I mean, Colts, the, the Colts. I'd say the Panthers, but yeah. Baltimore's got a pretty good offense. Baltimore's got. They had put out that stat the other day. ESPN was always putting out those funny stats, and it was like uh, the like who has the best. Um, oh, they're saying Anthony Edwards to the Warriors. Hmm, okay, uh, sorry. There was one of these stats about uh, about uh, it was like it was like most yards per rush, or most estimated yards per or average yards per rush from each offensive line and Baltimore was like number one. And I was like, well, that's cause they had Lamar Jackson. That's yeah. why and he averaged like eight yards a carry or something crazy. You know what yeah. I mean? So I think those numbers are a little skewed, but, um, but yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see. And um, I think this is a perfect segue into our hard knocks Ooh, recap. Yes. Dun, 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 dun. All right, so um, episode two of Hard Knocks came out on Tuesday. Yes. Um, what were some of the things that stuck out to you, Benavides? We got to watch it. We had a little late start because yeah. we were having some trouble with the HBO. But yeah. you know what I'm yeah, saying? You better HBO Max. It keeps sending us uh, those checks, though, HBO. We still love that. We're sponsored by HBO. Actually, we're not, but we're just trying to get them to. We're about to be. That's right. Um, uh, um, there were a few parts. Um, one, and, and this is my main, and, and I think it's such a random takeaway, but of the episode, the thing I remember most is the house that Jalen Ramsey looked at. Right. Um, he was looking for a house in the L.A. area because obviously he wants to extend his contract with the Rams instead. He hasn't even gotten a new contract. Still. Yeah. If yeah. you're a Rams fan, seeing that, that's got to be like the best feeling. Yeah. You're jumping up and down. Because you know, I'm sure there was some, some worries like, okay, we just got him, but. 
can we afford to keep him? You know what I mean? Is he going to want to go somewhere else? Yeah, what's the rest of our team going to look like paying him that much money? Right. How long is he going to be around for? Is this just a temporary thing or whatever? So yeah, yeah, the yeah, fact yeah. that he's going and looking for houses before he even has a contract, it's got to be pretty reassuring if you're yeah. a Rams fan. Oh, yeah. I would, I would definitely agree. But, like, he went and the one house they showed was, like, personalized. And it had, like, pictures of, like, him and his daughter, I believe. And yeah, his two daughters. They yeah. had. And I don't know if that's, like – Cool or creepy? No, that see that pushes the the meter way to creepy for me. Yeah. Like nothing about that's cool. Like, ma'am. Careful there, bro. Uh, Sorry. One, where'd you get the photos? And two, like, how did I not know this was happening? Did, and, like, you have to consent to something like that, right? Well, it's also just like, I don't know. That's weird. Like, they had the photo of like him and his two kids. And uh, Gregory's having some trouble with the. The chair. The ottoman here. Jesus, buddy. My bad. Um, <laughs> but no. Um, yeah, no, that's super weird to like have photos of like me and my kids and like post it up everywhere. Like I get what you're trying to do. You're trying to sell the house. You're trying to make it feel like home. So that way when I come in, like, oh, wow, I can move in here today. But like the creepy thing that they had, they was like, they had like a customized $2 bill because apparently he keeps a $2 bill in his wallet at all times. And even he was like, how did y'all know that I keep a $2 bill on me at all times? And it's just like, oh, we know everything about you, Jalen. Like that's oh, all right. Y'all are just yes, being weird. And I think they had a they had a triple G fight like showing in the yeah. theater. And he was like, oh yeah, I love going to boxing matches. So again, like I get it. You're trying to make a sale, and it's a huge property, probably a crazy commission for that yeah. real estate agent. Yeah, and then you know, LA, probably at least a couple mil. Yeah, for that price tag's probably not cheap to begin with. You know, so I mean, I get it, but. It's just kind of creepy. And then he had just got like a love tattoo. So they painted that whole wall like love. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It, it, it's just, it's a it's a fine line between flattering and like stalkerish. And I think they kind of tipped over to the latter. Oh, they. So, I mean, if he turns down that house, they got to repaint that wall. They got to put another primer down. And, oh, that's funny. So there was that. Uh, we saw more of Dante Dion. We didn't get to see a lot of him. Yeah. But him kind of running around and just giggling like a little schoolgirl. Um, yeah. It's just, it's refreshing. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I think football is a, is, a, is a sport that everyone takes so seriously and it's it's such a manly sport. And we're, you know, we're sure. And for him to just be running routes like for the run, the wide receivers and be like, I know it's coming. Uh, I know, I know it was coming. And he's just, you kidding. need those guys on your team, especially oh, a yeah. long season. You need those guys that can like, Give you the juice or just break the tension. Yeah, yeah that could be during really those crucial times. Crazy. And he just he just reminds me a lot of Charles James. Like when we watch the Texans yeah. season, yeah, like and like everybody just yeah, wholesome, just hilarious guy. Uh, so keep that up, HBO. I want to see more Dante Dion. Definitely. Um, we get the meetings with y'all soon, hopefully. Right. Um, speaking of uh, meetings, the the wide rec- the Chargers wide receiver coach had allegedly had gotten. COVID. Oh, and yes. so he got sent home and they said the poor kid who was Rex Ryan's son, apparently. Yeah, Seth. Yeah, Seth Ryan. Um, apparently they said that he had got COVID. So they sent him home. Fast forward later on to the episode, finds out he got, he got a false positive. So um, what he was saying, right? What he was saying uh, was that apparently like a couple days beforehand, NFL had put in a rule that if you get two or two negative tests, you can be right back in the building. So he immediately took one. Uh, it was supposed to be like a standard test and then a like a quick return test. Like they have like the ultra fast uh, ones. Okay. So they want you to get like a real one that's really reliable and they want you to get like a really fast one. And so if you get negatives on both, you're clear you can come back. And so it was funny because Anthony Lynn was like, dude, if you wanted a day and a half off, just I mean, there's other ways to telling me. You know, you know what I mean? So right. it was cool that he was, you know – you know, he had a good kind of spirit about that. And I guess yeah. as someone who had it in the past, you know, he can't be too hard on him. So, but yeah. definitely a scary moment because like the, the poor kid, you know, I think he's what they said. He was like, what, 26, 27. Like, he's a young guy. Yeah. yeah. And he was just like, I was so scared that I like gave it to one of the wide receivers. And if you imagine like being like a young skill position coach and you get like Keenan Allen Ooh, and Mike, Mike Williams, Williams sick, huh. you're fired. Like, I don't yeah, care who your dad yeah. is. Like, you know what I mean? Doesn't um, but uh, we got to see more of um, Justin. Austin, oh. I was going to say Austin Eckler. 
Yeah. They finally got to – I was they, worried they about him. They finally off showed Austin Eckler. I know yeah. he was trending because people thought he was wearing his pants backwards. He was, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, what? They showed that at the yeah. end of the episode right before the trailer – or trailer, the credits. Uh, he had put his shorts on backwards. Oh, that's hilarious. No, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, but it was pretty cool. Um, they showed – because they were talking about how, um, you know, he was, I think, an undrafted rookie yeah. – came in but because they had those four preseason games it was the fourth preseason game where he got the ball that out. he showed out it was like they were playing the uh the Niners and right. he made some really good plays and broke some tackles and that's what got him the contract so he was talking he's like you know this year is going to be tough because you know guys aren't going to have that game to, it's all going to be in practice that you have to prove yourself so yeah. you can't mess up on reps and that's when they showed that that undrafted rookie running back who was just came in like 10 pounds overweight Oh, yeah. I forget the kid's name, but um, they said he played college ball at 235, and he was currently – he had gotten up to 252. Jeez. He said he was currently at one – two, sorry, 242. That's a big yeah, that's guy. That's a low. He was, he was big, man. Uh, yeah, so, I remember watching the episode. I was like, that's a big boy. Yeah, and so he was, he's overweight, and so he's talking to Anthony Lynn, and Lynn's like, we got to get you down, man. Like, that's not – like, he was like, so what have you been doing? And the guy he was like, oh, just been cooped up in my room. No. He was like, all right. Get like, you a Peloton bike or something. <laughs> bro, something, <laughs> something. Like, get that freshman 15 bag real quick. That's what I'm, And I understand – well, I'm not, I, I've never been in this situation, but I can understand as an athlete, your whole, you know, six to nine months that you're playing this sport, you're dieting, you're working out, you're strict, 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 strict. Yeah. And then the offseason comes, okay, I can kind of relax. You see it all yeah. the time. Yeah, of course. I.e. Eddie Lacy. You know what oh, I mean? Ooh, like yeah. people who just kind of fall off a table. Which, you know, if you're yeah, a starting on the table. bro and, and broke ate, it. And ate his way out. <laughs> he ate the cake that was on the table and then fell through it. He ate the table cake attached. Right, man. Um, they were like, Eddie this whole thing has been a mistake. And he was like, did you say steak? <laughs> you know I mean? like, uh... <laughs> Amazing. Uh, but enough of the Eddie Lacy jokes. Um, but yeah, the poor kid, man, comes in like super overweight. And again, this is just not the year to be doing this. Yeah, you can't. And, it's, and, and again, like, I just don't get it. You've, you've had nothing but time. And I get like, okay, you're locked in your hotel. But like, dude, do something, man. Oh, you got to do something. Push-ups, sit up, bro. Especially, like, like, if this is what you're – you're a professional athlete. Like, yeah. I understand, like, okay, taking a month off, but, like, you got to get back into it. You got to oh, yeah. at least diet, do some sit-ups, some push-ups. Like you said, the Peloton. I know you can afford a bike. You something, you know, or just a stationary bike at a garage sale, you know? Something, yeah. man, You can go walking outside if you want to. I wish Where Walking I, is free. You know? Walking is free. <laughs> But to say that you're just chilling at the house on your couch, come on, man. Well, you know. It just showed me, like, how bad how bad do you want it? Yeah, and then I think he was talking with the, the strength and conditioning coach, and he made a good point. He was like, dude, your coach is an ex-running back. Like, he's if anyone's going to be on your butt, it's going to be your head, like, coach. Like, yeah. that's not somebody you want to yeah. be on their radar for a bad reason, obviously. Yeah, of course. But uh, speaking of running backs, I'm just do. I didn't realize David Johnson for the Texans. Right. I didn't realize he's six one two thirty one. He's a big boy. I didn't realize he was that big. I, I didn't realize he was that's, that tall. That's Andre Johnson, essentially. Andre really? Johnson played at like two thirty five. That's Arian Foster. Arian Foster played six two two twenty. And I was like, Aaron Foster was 6'2? Yeah. I did not know that. But I was just like, man, I didn't realize DJ was that big. Yotes. No wonder why he's a good wide receiver. He's just Andre Johnson. I mean, easy now. (laughs) Okay. Well, physically. In my Texas physically. That's what I'm preparing myself since we got rid of D High, right? Right. So going back to to Hard Knocks, um, I think I noticed that you got to see more of Justin Herbert. And they were talking about kind of the transition he had from Oregon where he would do silent counts and yes. he would do claps instead of hikes. And I think he was having trouble with the cadence. And Anthony Lynn had came over and was like, look, you know, I got to think about like how a defense is going to listen and how a defense is going to react to you you calling. So he said, with your cadence, you're tipping your hand, man. I can, I know when it's going to be a run and when it's going to be a pass just by the, your cadence. He's like, if I can figure that out, these defenses are going to be all over. So you need to figure that stuff out. Yeah. And so he was like, well, what should I do? And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, work on it. Like, yeah. you know, make it all the same. Like, what do you mean? What should, 
get a, a black visor mask or right. something so they can't. And that is, that's going to be one of the few times that, like, High Rod's going to come in handy for that. Because I think they showed it yeah. right yeah. after. It was like, he's, I don't want to say he's figured it out because he hasn't been a successful QB. So maybe he hasn't. But at least he understands. He has a winning record in the, the NFL, idea. right? Yeah. I think, yeah. I think he, I mean. Which is crazy. He gets, he gets. I, yeah, well, he gets, I mean, he gets dumped on a lot. I day, think Tyrod. I think I think this will be. I don't think I he's gonna. Tyrod. I think this is gonna be his whole year. He'll play the whole year out, and then he might make some. some really? I, remember I what he did with the Browns? He got those Browns off to a good start, and he got hurt. No, I don't remember. What he, yeah, he was with the Browns. Yeah, oh, I didn't know. remember what, that was Baker Mayfield. Yeah, number no, one I pick. Tyrod oh, got the first yeah, win. Duh. They were like three and three, and everybody's like, "All right." But didn't he get hurt though? Yeah, he tore oh. his like hammy or something, and then Maker or Maker or whatever. Maker Bayfield. Yeah, yeah that guy. And you're starting quarterback. Well, not my QB. I mean, it was so it was it was a pretty cool episode. I don't think there's anything that was kind of crazy. I mean, you saw. I think they talked about how Jason Whitworth and no, not Jason Whitworth, Andrew, Andrew Whitworth. Jesus, I don't know who Jason Whitworth is. Uh, it's his brother. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, apparently, like his, uh, his nanny had got it, gave it to him and his wife, their four kids, and his in-laws. Jeez, and apparently, yeah. And, but I mean, God bless Andrew Whitworth because he was like, you know, it, you know, it wasn't her fault. You know, it was wrong place, wrong time, which is you know the political answer. But yeah, yeah. And and whatever, he was like, it would have been funny if he was like, yeah, my ex nanny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been great. our former nanny. <laughs> that would have been great. But um, yeah, I'm excited to see what goes on next week. Uh, They'll be in pads. Yeah. Okay. So they kind of ended the episode with them like just starting to get in pads. So this yeah. will be the first episode you see them all completely in pads. So question for y'all. Answer. Of the two episodes so far, which team has been the more entertaining to you? Uh, the Chargers. See, I'm I'm leaning towards the Chargers. I thought they? the Rams would be, but they it really hasn't. They haven't really shown much. There hasn't been no no characters outside yeah. of Dion. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. Maybe I I'm I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Charge or sorry Rams because I don't. I just maybe I, I like their team a little bit better. I like okay. You know, just I don't. Know, maybe I'm, just, I'm obsessed with seeing. Aaron Donald without a shirt on. I don't know. Uh, they showed it again, just him just being jacked. And I I was I actually got to watch the episode twice. I watched it Tuesday night with you, and then Wednesday I watched it with Steph. So right. so we watched it. Um, and I was just like, it's just insane. And then, again, I'm a huge Jalen Ramsey guy. Yeah. So, like, kind of seeing him, like, talk his trash, I've always been a fan of. And then with the Dante Dion stuff. I don't know. I just – I like that you saw a little bit more about um, – I like I like Sean McVay a little bit more than I like Anthony Lynn. Not by much, but just a little bit more. And then uh I guess a little bit more Jared Goff. Right. Talked a little bit. Didn't go huge in depth to him, but I I don't know. I just kinda like him. So that's me. But I mean, I, I'd like to see more of Herbert and I'd like to see more of that running back and hopefully he can get his weight down. I think he'd be a good story. Uh you know, you always like to see those kind of fringe guys. Are they gonna right. make it? Yeah, 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 okay. fun. And give me more Bosa. You know, give me more Bosa. They were talking about like what favorite fish they had. That was kind of funny. <laughs> I, but, uh, I think Bronzino? they're just waiting for it. Like, like, he's he's ready. Well, I think next week when they're in pads, you're gonna you're gonna get that wish. I hope so. Because I mean, yeah, like, that'd be good. You, you can't that's really good. show D D Lyman's or you know defensive ends doing much without pads and other no, like the rip fair. drills. But you put them in pads and whew. I mean, you can show JJ Watt beating up a pad at 10 p.m. for like Jesus. four hours straight. All right, we're not going to do that. Never again. So that was the wrap for episode two. We're going to be back next week talking a little bit more about Hard Knocks, but let's get into some baseball news, huh? Let's. All right, so um, talking baseball. It's um, Danger. And there were two major stories. Mm. Um, Let's lead up. So actually both of them are kind of funny if you think about it. Um, (laughs) I was going to say one's funny, but they're actually both kind of funny. Uh, so we'll lead off with the most recent one, which is Reds announcer, longtime uh, uh, play caller. What are you doing? Tom Brenneman, T H O M. Oh, Tom. Actually, what a jerk way of spelling <laughs> it. Uh, so on a hot mic, uses a homophobic slur. Um, oh, no. About Kansas City. Did you not see this? I, I saw the it broke on my thing, but I don't know what he said, and I didn't. I haven't gotten a chance to read the article. So he used the F word, and not the one that we all use in our everyday vernacular, but the the really the bad, three letter, the three yeah, letter one, the, the one the one that like you know that's even worse. Yikes! Um, 
on a hot mic, he called Kansas City the that capital of the United States. Yeah. Yeah. On television. Right. Coming back from a commercial break, he's like, yeah. All you hear is like the capital of USA. Oi, oi, oi. Reds are up two seven going to those. <laughs> so, um, oh my god! And then you're not coming back, Thomas. I guess. And then I guess they realized there's a hot mic, and so he's apologizing on air, and it was like a minute and a half, and you're like, man, and it's cutting back between him and like the actual bat, and then Nick uh, Casellanos hits a danger, just like bye to your career. Just that was the the icing. The the funniest thing ever is him is in the middle of a career altering apology. Cutting cutting back into the game. Like he was literally like, um, you know, I consider myself a man of faith, which again is something if you fall on fall back on that as to why you can talk like that, you're an insane person and I hate you. Yeah. But he was like, uh, you know, I'm a man of faith as Nick Castellanos, long drive. That's going to be a home run. Reds are going to go up four to nothing. So I just like to apologize. <laughs> it was so funny. Yes. Bro, again, just oh, like wow. to stop your apology for using one of the worst words in the human language uh, yeah. today to break a home run um, oh my was just the epitome of, like you said, just kind of. It was the humanization, or was the 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 personification of just like you said, kissing your career goodbye. And I got to tell you, Twitter did not fail oh, with some of the him. tweets um, that came out. Destroyed um, him. It love was. It. I want to see if I can find some of my some of my favorites. Um, you know, the bad thing is his dad is like a Hall of Fame broadcaster. I think he was supposed to get inducted this year. Really? Oh. Yeah, and so. You know, to have your son sit next to you, this is supposed to probably be your last hurrah. And then, right. nope. So these are some of the ones I, I, I favorited. Was um, I said a word that has hurt a lot of people over the years. As Votto sends one off the wall, he's going to try to stretch it for two, <laughs> and he's safe. Like I was saying, I'm so sorry for all the people. Oh, shout out uh, Tyler I Am on Twitter. Another one, which is kind of funny, it shows the the photo of the gentleman, I forget who it was, who broke the uh, the Kennedy assassination. Okay. So the quote is, in Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired, and the runner goes! <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Twitter just does not fail. There was another one um, about... Um, O.J. Simpson and AC, and A.C. Cooper or an A.C. Green appeared to be heading to Brentwood. Folks, I've never in my career broadcasting witnessed police chase like this. Elijah on with the jam. <laughs> Rockets up by four. <laughs> they were just one after another. I was literally in bed crying laughing. At how, again, just, just the irony of you offering a very heartfelt yeah, you know, career-altering uh, yeah. apology, In that moment. and then just making the decision. You know what? Let me talk about this home run real quick. <laughs> Nick Castellanos, hats off to you for just uh, ending this like dude's it. career and just having the complete lack of wherewithal <laughs> to stop your apology to hit to break this home run. Then again, four to nothing. It was like the fifth inning. Nothing major. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like not like oh my god, this was a walk off. Could have you know. waited. Could have waited. Could have waited a bit. Yeah. And not only did he do baseball, he did like Fox Sports and he did college yeah. football. Like he was a pretty oh, well known. Yeah, I was gonna say from what I understand, he called Bengals games. Yeah, he was a well known like broadcaster, and yeah. now not anymore. Not so much. Tom, way to go, bud. Oh man, spell your name T O M like a normal person. You know. Oh man, so that was funny. I mean, obviously, what he said is is horrific, and he's a terrible human being. Yeah. And, and then in the end, he he ended his apology. In this order, I'd like to apologize um, to my bosses and the people who sign my paychecks. Boy, I'd like to apologize uh, to Fox and then to all the people that I may have hurt. Oh, okay. Like, what a total who, who tool bag. Any of my right? Like, what a hurt. total tool bag. So, you just said paycheck comes first, essentially. Right. Oh, I yeah. He didn't give a fuck life about you. Oh, okay. right. So, all right. We're going to be just letting them fly this. I, I'm, I I'm due one here in a second. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> um, 
So, uh, switching over to the other huge baseball story was uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. Yes. Um, just oh, yeah. So excited. Just swatting them. Like, I, have, I have no problem with it. So, Gregory, tell us what happened. So, they were up. Uh, I mean, it's late. It's either the seventh or eighth inning. They're up seven. Blowout. Blowout right. against the Rangers. It's right. seven to zero. Bases are loaded. 3-0 count. And Fernando gets a ball right down the middle and See ya! does yeah. not hold back. And like, okay, you have some unru- unwritten rules in baseball. Get out of here with that. But, nah. See, that's my thing. There, there are some unwritten rules, and some of them I get, like, stealing a base when you're way up. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. he did, like, the next day, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and so, like, you hit... So he stole third. <laughs> Which, yeah, that's what I was going to get to next. But you know, like, so, sorry, sorry, I got ahead a, of myself. No, that's amazing. But, but I, I think for me, if I'm in the box and you throw me a meatball, come on, I don't care what the count is. Right? No, and hey, wasn't that his second homer of the day? I'm not sure. He's he's leading the league in homers. Yeah, he I think had that was 10. his second one that game. Yeah, don't it, keep again, getting him. It's yeah, it's a classic one of those. If you don't want me to hit it out, don't throw it. Yeah, it's that. Simple. I am a full supporter of people talking trash, <laughs> of people running up the score. I like if you don't want me to celebrate a touchdown, don't let me in the end zone. Yeah. If you don't want me to do a bat flip, don't throw it right down the middle. Yeah, don't throw don't throw a cookie right down the middle. That's, that's my thing. Don't throw a four seam fastball down the, the. I mean, did you see the pitch down the pipe right down Broadway? Don't don't throw that free. Don't throw it ever. And as that is your that is, he's going to be like he's probably the best one. Of, he's probably going to be the best player up there with Trout in a couple of years. He's the best shortstop oh, yeah. in the game right now. Yeah, he took yeah. over Lindor, uh, at least the best offensive player. He's I mean he's got eleven home runs as a shortstop, which is crazy. Um, but this kid, 22, 23 years old. You don't want him being afraid or having like hey three zero you're going to take. No, you want him to be aggressive. And it's also like, it goes back to what we've been saying week after week after week. Like, this is the year that you want to get the most fans you can. Yeah. You want to get baseball stock all the way up because maybe people are desperate. I mean, it sounds bad to say that about baseball. Maybe people really want to watch a bunch of sports because they've been lacking sports. Let me put on this Padres Padres (laughs) game. I was going to say Pirates, but I was like, I I know it's yellow with a P, but. Right. Uh, let me put on this Padres game and just see what this game is about. Oh, dude, this kid with the dreads is just knocking it out of the park every single game. Yeah. I like this kid. You want to bring oh, Manny Machado's on? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Manny. Anyways, you go and I apologize. Right, uh, like, but you want to bring eyes to the game and put butts. Well, not butts in the seats this year, but maybe in the cardboard. future. Yeah, cardboard. yeah put cardboard butts in the in the seats. <laughs> um, and it was just. I don't know. And then his coach came out after the game and was like, you know, we, yeah, so his the, exact – First, oh, the Rangers coach came out and was like, you know, he's, they were upset and they're in my – So oh, after, he hit, the, after he hit the grand slam, they threw at Manny Machado the next at bat. Did that. Yeah, and so that pitcher got suspended three games. And then the Texas coach, um, he got, I think, thrown out for it as well. And after that, he got suspended a game. So the Texas coach was saying like – we didn't like what Tatis did. He right. should have been swinging 3 0. This is unwritten rules in baseball. And then the Padres coach, who you think would have his back. Of all people. Oh, yeah. Got to. Yeah, was got like, to. you know, yeah, it's an uncomfortable position. Yeah, he needs to, like, kind of apologize. And Tatis. No. I apologize for not hitting it further. So then you have guys like, you know, I hate Trevor Bauer, but I mean, he <laughs> actually came out and was like, no, like, you should not. Don't throw. Yeah. Colin McHugh from the Astros, like, hey, Things I look at before I pitch, I see who swings on 3-0 counts. So I know I can't just serve one up there. Right. So I, I imagine that's that's the thought in every pitcher's – well, I mean, obviously not every pitcher, but in most pitchers' minds, it's 3-0. They're kicking our tails. I'm just Let me just get it across the plate and, and try to get 3-1. He's not going to swing at this, right? Wrong. Where was he wrong? You know like me, I mean? if that's me and I'm a 3-0 count and we're up big, I'm looking to add on because usually you have Absolutely. you have you, their crappier pitchers in the back end and like I'm I might get a four hit game here, you know? Like yeah. I'm gonna pump up these stats. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. 
And 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 the I think the the Padres coach had came out and with a just ludicrous quote with um I'd rather my guy take a strike than hit a grand slam. <laughs> Get the hell out of here, like bro. There's not a day in his life outside of that moment that he's ever said that. Bro, no. you know what? I, I'm actually gonna take it back. This is what I'm. If you don't get the fuck out of here, <laughs> right, bro, I'm getting mine. I'm getting mine. I had to get mine in, but bro, if you don't get the fuck out of here with yeah, that, yeah, that's that's the most nonsensical statement bro. ever. I'd rather my guy stop, stop, <laughs> like. And then, so fast forward the next day, it's funny. Padres hit another grand slam. So that, that's two days in a row. And Tatis stole one? Tatis was on second, and he stole third. Love it. <laughs> I can find my new favorite player. <laughs> He's just like, know what? Don't care. Steals that's third. Funny. And then, so he goes trending again. And then night three comes up, and the Rangers are actually up 3-2, bottom nine, two outs. Bases loaded. Manny Machado is up. Remember, he got thrown at game one. Yeah. Hits a walk-off grand slam. See ya! Boom! Beautiful. Then he goes viral because, like, Manny, you, we only needed two one, runs to win. <laughs> we didn't need four. All right? So not, everybody was giving oh, Manny crap. That's beautiful. But, and then what happened tonight, right? Tonight, another grand slam. They, four grand slams. Four in grand slams in four nights. Now, 19? Now, now, the Rangers, it was... Um, I know it was Rangers in the beginning. Rangers got three of them. They got three of them. Now, I think they're playing a different team tonight. Wow. But just the fact you know hilarious. that happened is just amazing. I and know. now I, I want to say that, um, you know, the Padres are probably one of my new favorite teams. Hey, man, put them up there. I am loving me some tattoos. Hey, I will here. tell you this. Those retro uniforms were solid. Those were some good They ones. got some cool unis for yeah. sure. Oh man, um, so I think we have a little bit of extra time. We there were some there were some uh, topics that we wanted to talk about. Um, so we'll go to your AFC North. Um, oh Adam, my god! Former, oh, what you got? I was just saying it is against the Rangers tonight. Oh, is it really? <laughs> Amazing. Sorry. So former Bengals cornerback uh, Adam Pacman Jones um, somehow. Got a box full of um, Joe Hayden jerseys in the mail. What? Somebody mailed him a box full of Joe Hayden jerseys, to which he pulled out his phone and recorded and decided to go, I think it was Instagram Live or something like that, Right. and proceeded to burn all these Joe Hayden jerseys in his driveway. He goes, I don't know who sent me these, (laughs) but uh, proceeds to light them on fire. Love it. Um. So my question to you guys is you get a box of somebody's jerseys uh, at your door and who's, who's are you lighting on? Well, whose jerseys do you get delivered to your door that you'd light on fire? You know the answer to that. You wouldn't be Baker Mayfield. Whose jersey, like, absolutely, like, if I got it, there's there's not a chance. There's right. nothing. There's period. Right. Ooh. You get a box in the mail. It says to Matt Benavidez. You open it up. Whose jersey in the yard? And football or just in general? Uh, let's let's stick with football because it, it was Joe Hayden, okay. was Adam it's... Pac-Man Jones. Let's stick with football. Football, uh, Cortland Finnegan. <laughs> Still, that, that hate runs deep. <laughs> that's that's amazing. I think for me, wait, who did I just absolutely loathe? Um, man, I, I've got to tell you, the only guy that I really just never could stand was Vontez Burfitt. Well, I mean, that's like, understandable. He's a human trash bag. Could not, absolutely could not stand him. I, I don't know what it is. Because he, oh. he's a garbage person? Well, yeah, I think that's probably most of it. But, like, even when he, like, I don't know, destroyed Antonio Brown as a human, like, more than just in the He <laughs> broke him as a, as a, as a and he broke yeah. his soul. Yeah. yeah. Even before those moments, I was like, God, this guy, he was just a garbage person at Arizona State, and he was just known for being dirty. Right. And uh, you're garbage. That's you don't need to play like that, you know. So he'd be it for me. You sticking with Cortland Finnegan? I mean, I, I get it. So. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I no one else jumps off the page right now. I mean, uh, if I have another one, I'll come back to it. No, that's, fine. <laughs> no, that's an acceptable answer. I just you were so quick. I didn't know if that was like a joke or you were dead serious. But uh, um, so I think mine is you know. Uh, one of two. Okay. One is you know it's kind of recent, and one's kind of longstanding. Uh, it's either got to be Dakota Prescott 
or uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Troy Aikman. Really, no. the man who forever Troy smells Aikman. of tanned cow leather. Bro, f that. I I'm gonna have another. I'm gonna have you two for. Um, yeah, no, I just, I don't like him as as a. I never liked him as a football player. I don't like him as a commentator. I think he's terrible. What about Dakota? Yeah, I said I said him. No, I mean like why why Dakota? Because I think he's just garbage. And uh, you know what's funny? For the longest time, I loathed Peyton Manning. Hated him. What do you mean for the longest? You still do. Yeah, you're right. But yeah. still, like the player. Oh my god. Oh no, nah, just wasn't for me. I didn't. Yeah, didn't I, do it for me. I was the same way. He always irked me. Yeah. Well. Um, And then kind of lastly, we'll end on this um, kind of a, a heartwarming story um, okay. out of uh, the Motor City. Story um, time. Barry Sanders, uh, yeah. obviously, you know, Hall of Fame, arguably one of the greatest, run- the greatest running back of all time. Depends wow. on who you ask. Um, uh, so obviously he, he played for the Lions for, for a long time, retired, I think, when he was 30. Um, apparently when the Lions moved to Ford Field, um, they just they threw a bunch of stuff in storage from their old uh, field house or wherever they played the bedroom. Yeah. The thank you. Uh, so they put a bunch of stuff in storage. Well, apparently, like some you know, you know, intern or whatever was cleaning out the storage area um, as you do in in a quarantine. And you got to find something to do for these yeah. for these summer guys. That you're paying seven twenty five an hour. Hey, if you're paying them, right? Anyway, um. So they're going through and they find these old fan mail letters to Barry Sanders. I think it was like 72 of them. And so they contact them, hey man, we found these old, you know, Barry Sanders. And apparently they were mailed from 2000, between any time between 2002 and 2006. Okay. Um, so, so they've been Barry, Barry had, for at least 14 For years. at least 14 years, right. And so they were like dated with the, obviously the timestamp. And um, this is obviously, I think it was four years after Barry retired. Right. So maybe it was 2006, 2007. I don't know. I can't remember if he retired in 2002 or if that's when the letters got there. I should have done more research. I read this. <laughs> I read this before last week's pod, but we did, we ran out of time. Um, but anyway, um, so they get to, they get him in touch with Barry, and Barry says that uh, he was vowing to make sure he wrote all of them back. And I think at the time that they reported, he had already wrote back to like 40 of them. That's but cool. he was going to take the time and write back to every single one of those that's people, cool. which is just... Love you, Barry. Barry Sanders, man. Can what a you great imagine guy. writing a letter from the league. Fourteen years ago, and then all of a sudden getting a letter back. I'm, I'm, you know, framing that oh, thing, yeah. dude. It up. That's yeah, the look. ultimate, like, kind of uh, novelty item. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I would have loved that. Exclusive one out of what you said, seventy-two or something like that, dude. I'm right. telling you, and it's just, like, it's just a cool story. You know what I mean? Like someone just stumbles upon these old fan mail yeah. letters, and then to be instead of just being like, "Oh, that's crazy," and throwing them out, to actually, I mean, bravo to the to the Lions organization, which doesn't get said uh, often. Um, yeah, for that matter, um, to be like, "Hey, maybe we should call them." Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, let's see if we can get in touch with them, and then you know. Literally everybody who was a part of that story, you know, made this special moment for these fans. I think it comes at a great time and a time where yeah. kind of football's uncertain, you know, Absolutely. right about now. So just you needed a like, kind of a feel good story. And I saw that and I was like, dude, that's awesome. Every person from the kid who found it cleaning out the, the, the storage room to the people who contacted Barry to Barry, you know, saying, you know what, yeah, I'll take the time. I'll Hopefully write the, the intern like wrote a letter too and addressed it to him, you know. Uh, like, yeah, oh yeah, and, mine and, and this one was in there. Did I say 72? I meant 73 letters. Yeah, yeah. If that guy doesn't get a job in the league, um, Ryan. I tell you. Ryan. So, um, of course. So, yeah. So, that's this week's show. Um, yeah, stay in tune for one. next week. Um, I'm taking a little weekend getaway tomorrow, boys. I'm going out yeah, to Wimberley. Yeah, going out to a little hill country. Nice. Uh, going to turn off the phone. You know, be without sports for a few days. But just kind of unplug from the world you know what i mean you so are gonna blow up when you come back my yeah i'm gonna say when you turn that thing back especially on. especially your fantasy uh group me yeah yeah okay. we 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 get it in over there so all right well um well cheers to your good weekend getaway man i appreciate you know? it man well while we're gone um please hit us up on our all of our social media platforms benavidez you know we get, go to you with that yeah yeah um yeah reach out to us on instagram um msm productions 2020 
Um, you can find us on Twitter, Major Sports Media, um, or you can email us, msmdailymail at gmail.com. Um, you know, give us whatever you got, man. Funny story, uh, crazy stat you saw, um, something you'd like us to talk about. I mean, you know, anything's, anything's on the table. So give us what you got. All right. And as we get closer to the football season, I think we'll do one last mock draft. Again, if you want to be a part of that mock draft, send us an email, reach out to us on social media. Let us know if you want to be a part of that. We really do want to have a kind of a cool uh, mock draft with some of our fans and some of our friends. So yeah, it'd be uh, nice. reach out to us. We'll try to get you a link. We'll send it out. We'll do a live one and then we'll talk about our picks on air. So um, we'll try to get that within the next couple of weeks. Football season is around the yes. corner. Let's yes. go. Um, I think it's three weeks from tonight. We're recording this on Thursday night. Yeah, I think three so weeks. Maybe 28. Yeah. Football season third. is in three weeks, boys. Yeah. 28th, 3rd, 10th. So, yeah, we are three weeks away. Wow. It feels odd to say because uh, there's no preseason games. But yeah. here we are. Yeah. Here Kansas City Texans, as a matter of fact. So, it'll be the hometown guys. We'll be watching the rooting for them. So, um, all right. So, until next week, y'all take it easy, all right? Peace. Peace. Thank you.